We uh-huh. also killed Stanford, ranked number 14. Go Utes. Sorry, Stanford. <laughs> you excel in other things. <laughs> Give us a <the> ball. <laughs> I'm Brecken. And this is Jonathan. From Gem Junkies, and we are back. Sorry we missed last week. I was off at a special event in Louisiana. In Louisiana? Jonathan ate gator legs. He told me that disturbing baby. baby. Yeah, they're farm raised. He told me that disturbing fact this morning. He said, I got sauce on my shirt. I hope the cleaners can get it out. And I said, sauce from what? And he said, gator legs. And I said, oh, that's an interesting word. What is it? And he said, gator legs. And I thought, I'm just not going to ask any more questions. <laughs> it's like chicken wings. Our, I mean, I've had alligator sausage. Yeah, this was better. But Jonathan's off to another special event in this weekend. D.C. So anyone in the D.C. area... Hit us up. We'll tell you where it's at. Quinn's. Oh, Quinn's. There you go. Um, Woodridge, Virginia. In Virginia. We, it, this is the month of my birth. Jonathan's been traveling a lot in my birth month, which. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have a birth really day, a birth week. <laughs> it's a birth month. Well, I'm so lucky that my birthday is right in the middle of the month. So I get to celebrate. The two weeks before, up till the two weeks after, and then Halloween happens. Amazing. So, and then she just rolls into Thanksgiving. And I roll her. into Thanksgiving and then straight into Christmas, and it's like a season of celebration. All about me. <laughs> Did we have any questions or comments that we need to address? No, I don't think we had any questions, but we did have a request for a gemstone. Um, we had a request to do Alexandrite, and so... That's what we get to talk about today, Alexandrite. I'm super excited, and I'm actually shocked that we haven't done Alexandrite. This is our 19th podcast, and I'm surprised it never came up. Yeah. But it's a cool gemstone, beautiful gemstone. Correct. A favorite. Favorite. They're all favorites, let's be honest here. They're all my favorites. We just love (laughs) color. But, okay, so what is Alexandrite? Alexandrite is... Chris Barrel. Chris Barrel, but it is the rare color change variety of Chris Barrel. Right. And in its finest colors, it is a vivid grass green, and then it changes colors to an intense raspberry red. So they call it emerald by day, ruby, ruby by night. night. Uh, the emerald is under fluorescent lights, sunlight your fluorescent light in your office, the ruby is incandescent light or candlelight. So it was discovered roughly 185 years ago in Russia. Right. Russia. Therefore, Alexandrite. Yeah, so the first crystals were discovered in 1834 uh, in the emerald mines. In the Ural Mountains. In the Ural Mountains. And because of the color change from green to red, it mirrors the national military colors of Russia, of Imperial Russia. So it was named for the future Tsar, Alexander II. Now, it is also said that it was discovered on his birthday. So that's exciting. 
in April sometime. And it was a royal gemstone exclusively for royalty. Alexander was a beloved czar. He freed the serfs, the Russian serfs. But he was killed when a bomb was thrown at his carriage in 1881 by revolutionary terrorists. Wow. So the gemstone, Alexandrite, became a symbol for Russian monarchists, so people supporting the monarchy during the Russian Revolution because of the name and the royal association. Hmm. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. So although it is a very young stone, it still has some lore, some mystery around it. In 1861, a French magician and writer, he was a magician and a writer, Elphus Levi, connected the duality of Alexandrite's color, the green and the red, with the duality of human blood. So, you know, in your veins, your blood is blue, outside it's red. So he tied that to uh, strengthening your blood. Mm. So the gemstone could strengthen your blood. Uh, his exact quote was, the favorite charm of our time, which clears and strengthens the blood, is Alexandrite. Huh. There you go. We were yeah. even crazy back in the 1800s. When did it stop? I don't think it stopped. Who said it did? It's just a different crazy. <laughs> also, one thing I found super interesting is it is heavily linked with Indian lore and astrology. Um, in Indian astrology, each stone is associated with a planet. And Alexandrite, because it can change color, is linked with Mercury, which is the trickster gemstone. And Mercury is a trickster gemstone. Oh, sorry. Mercury is the trickster planet. Okay. Sorry. And the zodiac sign that falls under Mercury is Gemini, which is the twins, the two-face. So there you go. And the month associated with it is June. That's why Alexandrite is June's birthstone. Along with pearl. Along with pearl. But also... Yeah. Oh, so you get the the trickster planet, the two-faced Gemini, and the dual-color Alexandrite. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, it's also said to help you achieve calm. And it's an anti-stress gemstone. And Jonathan, if you ever wanted to meditate with a piece of Alexandrite, it will help you identify your goals and also build plans to look towards them. So if you want to get into that Christology stuff, which is super fun. <laughs> oh, uh, Alexandrite has been a symbol for love and jealousy because of the two colors, the green being peace, fertility, and hope, red being power, aggression, and passion. And it took a different turn in Russia after World War II. In the Soviet Union, um, it became a widow's stone of grief. So about 7 million soldiers died in battle during World War II, Russian soldiers. And another 8 million deaths in Russia were attributed to the war, but not linked to battle. Almost every Russian family lost someone, and it was usually a husband or a brother. So, Alexandrite jewelry, it was simulated Alexandrite, but Alexandrite jewelry nonetheless was extremely popular and became the stone that grieving widows or mothers would wear to represent their lost loved one. <laughs> I didn't realize there was this much about a Alexandrite. 
Very interesting. I mean, it's 200 years old still. Yeah. I mean, there's still time. It wasn't found yesterday. No, not yesterday. We like, humans like to tell stories. Yeah. The one thing that I found super interesting is how it connected, like, the duality of the colors within the lores and the lore and legend. Like, they kind of tied that in with everything, which I thought was kind of cool. All right, so chrysoberyl. Chris, so chrysoberyl is the mineral that... It's an aluminate of beryllium. It's a beryllium aluminum oxide. Yeah. And the trace element that creates the magical color change is chromium. Right. And so what happens and how it changes color, is it, it all depends on the way it absorbs light. And it is so unique, it's given its own name, the Alexandrite Effect. Based on the wavelength of light, whether it's fluorescent or incandescent, that depends on what color your gemstone is going to be Right. at any given time. And I think it's a really cool example of how much your light source affects the color of a gemstone. And it's not just Alexandrite. Like when we go to Thailand to buy sapphire, it's a totally different color than when we bring it home to Idaho. Yeah, just all based on light. Just all based on the, and in Thailand, you're closer to the equator, the sun's brighter than you are in Idaho. And that's why really dark sapphires are okay in Thailand. So if you bought a dark sapphire in Thailand and brought it home, it would almost look black because you don't have the light. Very interesting. Yeah. That always looks a shade darker here. <laughs> At least one. Uh, so where does Alexandrite come from? Traditionally, it comes from Russia. But now there has been quite a few other places that it's been found. Brazil is a major source. And then also India, Madagascar, Tanzania, and Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. So the Russian source set, sets the standard, right? The color change standard. Right. So it has the, what you would consider the most beautiful color change. Uh, it is extremely rare, though. Uh, there was a Russian gemologist that noted from 1834 when mining began to 1922, they only mined 2,000 kilograms of alexandrite versus the 20,000 kilograms of emerald that was mined in the same mine. Wow, big difference. Yeah, so big difference. There is a little mining going on in Russia, but not much. Um, Sri Lanka probably would be the next best source, I think. It's still a major source. And alexandrite is found as pebbles in alluvial deposits. Because it's a really hard gemstone, it's got a Mohs rating of 8.5. It can withstand uh, the tumble of a river. Right, and, right between topaz and corundum. Mm -hmm. And comes out as little water-worn pebbles. They tend to be larger than Russian stones, but often have less desirable colors. So And very rare over three carats. Yeah. Like very, very rare. The greens from Sri Lankans, from Sri Lankan stones tend to be yellowish and the reds tend to be a bit brownish. So not quite the beautiful color change you see in the Russian material. Another really good source for beautiful, beautiful materials is Brazil. Brazil. Brazil has, yeah. Yeah. They found a huge deposit back in the 1980s, which brought Alexandra back 
into public attention. Before, I mean, once it kind of ran out in Russia, there wasn't a major source of it, and what was wasn't beautiful like the original material, and so there were a lot of synthetics and imitations on the market. So this brought a natural source back to the forefront for that gemstone, and it kind of created a market explosion but situations of the mines got super bad. It was almost like anarchy um, as the miners rushed in to dig up the valuable gems. So several miners were killed in claim disputes, and the government eventually bulldozed the entire area to restore order. They just came in and were like, no, 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 no. And they just bulldozed it off. So there, today, production is irregular. Um, but there is huge potential to produce in the future. And we, we see that even out. The material is beautiful. It has, it has really good color change like the Russian material does. And I would say, what, five years ago, we saw a lot of Brazilian material on the market. But now there's not so much. And it just, you know, comes, comes and goes in cycles. Right. Um, and like Jonathan said, other sources are India, Burma, or Myanmar, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Tanzania. So lot, lots of good sources, but not major sources. Yeah, a little bit here, a little bit there. A little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, like I said, there is synthetic alexandrite. It does have good color change. It's, it is a beautiful gem. But it doesn't seem to have the same color change. No, and that's kind of what, what is super interesting to me. So alexandrite is kind of the gold standard for color change gemstones. And I don't... And there are a few gemstones that could have as beautiful a color change as Alex, but not many. I mean, if you look at even natural corundum, natural garnet, natural spinel, the color change just doesn't seem to match that of Alexandra. And the switch from red to green is so dramatic. Yeah. Whereas your corundum's might be like a purple to a blue or a pink to a purple or something like that. When you shift to opposite ends of the color wheel with the green and the red, it's, it's amazing. Jonathan, did you know that Alexandra can have another phenomenon? Cat's eye. Yeah, so it can be doubly phenomenal. Right. So you have your first phenomenon of color change and then your second phenomenon of cat's eye, which is chatoyancy. Which is a fun word to say, isn't it? Chatoyant? Yes. Say it for me. Chatoyant. It's a good word. It's a good word. So what is chatoyancy? It's a cat's eye effect. (laughs) (laughs) We just said that. No, so chatoyancy is caused by light reflecting from fine needle inclusions in the gemstone. Oh, you're asking how it was caused, not what it is. Yeah. Oh. So... They say the effect is similar to a streak of a bright light along like satin. So if you move satin, mm-hmm. you kind of see that, that bright streak of light across it. Um, most of these cat's eye, gem- well, cat's eye gemstones are cut as cabochons. So you have to have that dome top to really display the phenomenon. And they're beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's extremely rare. Very, very, very rare. I mean, I think I've seen... Two or three cat's eye alexandrites. Yeah, few and far between. Mm-hmm. But oh, I want one. You want everything. I know. I know. Put it on the list. <laughs> Shocking look. So, 
Pharos of Alexandre. Yeah. The problem with these podcasts is it just makes me think like, oh yeah, I wanted that. Oh yeah, I have to have one of those. <laughs> oh yeah, I need that. That's the problem. And especially Alexandre. Every week. Every week it's like, oh Every my week. gosh, I've got to get one of those. Like with turquoise, it's like, yeah, I, I have to have it now. So maybe I should put a, make a priority list. Maybe. But the hard thing is you never know what you might run what into. What you might run into. Like right now, Alexandrite's like next to impossible. Like I try to find like one to two carat stones and it's like. So maybe I need to give Alexandrite some time. Give it some time. It is the gemstone for the 55th wedding anniversary. So you have 45 years to have <laughs> If I live that long. Why do you? Um, it'll be your parting gift to me then. Let's <laughs> take it. <laughs> I'll be like 80. You'll still be kicking. Your grandma turns 99. She does. Jonathan's grandma turns 99 in February. That's insane to me. Good <laughs> Good long life. Happy too. Yeah. So we will see you next week. Back yeah. with a new gemstone. With something. Something that I want. <laughs> so if you have any other requests that we haven't done yet, we would be open to requests. Uh-huh. We'd be open. And Jonathan's traveling, but you'll be back on Tuesday. I'll be back on Tuesday. So we'll have plenty of time to get one ready. And if you want to see what we do in our real life, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Parlay Gems. If you have any questions for us, you can message us on any of those or email us at gemjunkies at parlaygems.com.